Welcome back. <laughs> episode two. one, two. Oh. two? I bet. Oh, well, this is technically episode two, but the first one's a pilot. Okay, so yeah, episode, anyways. So this episode is about the pros and cons of growing up in spirituality. First, we're going to talk about our introductions to spirituality, how we became one with creator. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to start us off. You're talking already. So go ahead. I'll start us off from talking already. <laughs> so, hmm, I was born into it. <laughs> uh, when I was born, I was obviously brought around Sundance at a young age. My mom's a Cheryl sister, so my parents. But obviously, my mom came to like the first Sundance, and she's been to everyone after that. So. She brought along little old me, and I was exposed to it very young, so I'm very grateful for that. And that's how I was brought into spirituality, next to Shoni. I was... <laughs> I, I, well, I was born into it, too, because my... Oh my god, my dad's even lies. You are so disgusting. But yeah, that like my dad is like the Sundance chief at the Bar to the Sundance. So obviously, like since I was a baby, it's like I was brought up with like every like not every, but like all the coming of age like ceremonies and whatnot. So yeah, I was exposed to it pretty young and I think they were doing Sundance already for like three years when I was born it yeah. started in 1997 I was born in 2000 so yeah I basically was just born into the family so Koda? well for me it was talk a little bit louder uh, when I was like 11, 10, 10, 11 years old um, it was the first time I was brought into ceremonies um, I've only been to like one set before that but <clears throat> Not so mad or anything, but like my first year was literally I didn't use the car because my mom was also really new to this. Like she was supposed to be doing all her stuff, but she wasn't. And then all of a sudden we're brought into this life, and then I think it's really it was really cool learning about it, and then growing up, uh, learning from it. But like I feel like I'm also kind of stunted because I'm, I'm I feel like I'm behind, kind of because you guys are like you have all this. Y'all, you, know, you know all this stuff, but I'm like, I'm still learning, and I feel like it's different for me because I have to learn two different ways. Because not just the blacksmith Sundance, I have to go to, I have to go to a Dakota one, and then I don't know. It's I'm just, I feel like I'm a novice at all this. I'm just kind of going through it, like I don't know, blind. Because like I don't really, I don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm just doing what I'm told. <laughs> <laughs> this is going with it. I know, but uh, it's it's. Well, I wouldn't say it's scary, but it's like new. It's new, and like it was overwhelming my first year. I don't. I think my first year was my hardest year. I I, like, I really wanted to leave first day, but like because of keys, because of him, <laughs> I literally just like I can't leave. <laughs> so. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I was just born into it. It's nothing too deep or real sacred with it. I was just born into it and did what I was told. And that's it. 
I feel like it's like we all kind of had a privilege to be born into it. Yeah. But like you were saying, it's like you feel like it's all new to you. And like we like we can't really relate to that. But it's like nice to hear though, because I know a lot of people feel like that probably. Like just even some people just finding out about it. Like I know there's so many people that like come to Sundance and they don't even know what it is. They just come for the day or whatever. Like say the Thursday or the Friday and then they end up pledging and dancing. So it's like they're new to all of it. And like sometimes I think about it and it's like from the outside in it probably looks like we're fucking psychos or something. Like I think about that all the time. You just look crazy. I know. It's like, like dancing around a tree. Yeah. We're like, <laughs> like outside looking in. Like singing. <laughs> even then, it's not like it's a race. So, like, if you feel behind, so mm-hmm. like, oh, I gotta catch up. Like, I feel like you come. Like, if you do go, it's like there's a reason you weren't exposed to it at a young age, or if mm-hmm. you if you come when you come, like that. There's a reason. It's not like a race to catch up. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you shouldn't compare yourself because it'll just make you feel like, yeah, where I do think. I go? What do I do? Or like, I feel like it's a reason you went there at that time and moment. So like. Oh, how is it going on? I feel like it's like you're you say you feel all new to it, and it's like you're kind of just going with it. I feel like we're all we're all kind of doing that. I think we're still doing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're just. It's like no matter that we were born into it. I feel like we're all at this age. It's like you're bound to be in the same place because you're still like figuring shit out. And like, I don't know. I feel like it's safe to say none of us know what the fuck we're doing. We're just kind of we're just going with the flow. Yeah, it's like I think eventually we'll you'll kind of catch on to it, and then mm-hmm. when it's our turn, to yeah, it. when it's our turn. But we're still young. Yeah. <laughs> we still like to, you know, yeah, do a little, <laughs> little <something. laughs> And that brings us to our next point: mm-hmm. hitting puberty and experimenting with drugs and/or alcohol, alcohol and the stigma behind it. Mm-hmm. So, when we were young, we were about, I was like 12, 13, whatever, past that. And at a young age, like, we were uh, kind of crucified when we did start experimenting with drugs and alcohol. Like, I remember we went to our first party and we were about 12 to 13. And we got into so much trouble, like, we started crying. It was, yeah, it was a whole thing. And then after that, like, the whole family knew about it. Like, literally the next day, like, I think I was getting a shit from, like, every other aunt. And it's, like, and it didn't even, like, matter what, like, was going on. It was, like, we were just crucified for it. Like, everybody was, like, how could you be so fucking stupid and, like, all this stuff. Like, it's, like, I don't know. You just felt, like, ashamed or Mm -hmm. something. They, They made it very ugly at a young age. Yeah. To be experimenting with drugs and alcohol, but when every other teenager goes through it and does it because, you know, you do it when you're younger. Yeah, it looks like you experiment with it, and it's, like, it's not a big deal, really. As long as you're safe doing it, which I admit that first time was not... Not safe, yeah. But they didn't really focus on the safety part of it. They just kind of gave us shit for... Actually going. Yeah, and doing drugs. Like, they didn't ask us, like, how we were. No, and the thing was, too, like, I wasn't even, like high or anything like that time I was too scared of like of my parents at that point to like do anything but I did go 
because it was like, you know, it's like, it was kind of pressured into it to go. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I just went along with it. And it was like, it was just like this thing, you know, like, oh my God, my friend is friends with these people. So it's like, whatever. I didn't, I don't know. I didn't think it was a huge deal at the time. And it's like, you're at a friend of a friend's house. It's like, it's in the same town you live in. If you really need to, you can get like a cab and go home, whatever. Yeah. yeah. The first time was really unsafe. Like we were at a party with a bunch of older people Yeah, and they were doing things like maybe we were exposed to too early, like snorting stuff and yeah like yeah snorting <laughs> pills and i remember like i asked them like this little side story for like a stomach pill because i had like <laughs> diarrhea and they gave me half of what they were snorting and then like i couldn't like focus like everything was going that. in slow motion like that. everything was like and then i like because i remember alicia was there and she was like sitting on my lap and i was like this and then she was just laughing. I was like, oh no, I am so like messed up right now. And I was very young. Like we were like thirteen. And they didn't even ask us see like what we did or anything to help. Yeah, they never it was it was just like we got into they just yelled at us yeah. pretty much. So and then, like it was even like ingrained in our brains, like very young that it was bad. Like you're a bad kid if you do this thing. Yeah. And alcohol's bad and drugs are bad. Yeah. Like that's what we were taught growing up, like and I feel like people would like be taught like maybe, maybe be more open to it because yeah. like people do it young like everybody does it young. I know I feel like a lot of people like when I started to make more friends in like high school, like their parents were like allowing them. They were allowing them in like safe environments, and mm-hmm. they were exposed to like how much is safe and like whatever. What is safe? Even. Yeah. But, like, we weren't, like, we weren't taught, say, like, what pills were. Or... It's just, it was all bad. Yeah. It was just, you're a bad kid if you do these, and you can't do these. Mm-hmm. So, that was kind of yeah. our first Yeah, experience. that's the con, but I feel like, not to, like, be like, oh, I'm quirky and different. I feel like, like, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> my old, my party house. I feel like, even though, like, I did get in shit, like, I knew in the back of my head, like, I wasn't fucking stupid, like, having fun. Feel like you knew the consequences but you still wanted to experiment yeah and when you did get in trouble it wasn't just like i hate you like my mom explained to me like i grew up doing drugs and like alcohol and like my cells are fried like i don't want that for you i don't want you to follow my footsteps i feel like that's like i don't know i feel like that's something but then again i feel like sometimes you do like jump off the wagon and you do want to have fun and that's okay too because you're experimenting like i don't know i know what you mean yeah yeah because like i I, I, like i know our parents like me and destiny specifically our parents really did struggle with alcohol and addiction so obviously they didn't want that for their kids but i feel like they came at it at a very bad way like they were just kind of no you can't do that you can't do this, and you can't do that. You're allowed at my house. You yeah, can. like, I get grounded from going to Destiny's house. I remember that. But, like, most of the time, it was, like, my idea. You know what I mean? Like, what? Then again, I feel I like... I should be punished. You don't need to feel ashamed when you do do it, though. Mm-hmm. Like, just showing that, like, we've done it. Or, like, have you? Like, yeah. No, we're not perfect. We're yeah. far from perfect. We yeah. do everything. It's just, like, I feel like we have, like, 
a good way of hiding it. You know what I mean? Like, not to sound manipulative or anything, but we did have a good way of hiding, like, that we did bad stuff. Like, we always made sure, like, people who were around, like, we could trust, mm-hmm. wouldn't tell other people. And I wouldn't even post, like, on my social media that I was doing mm-hmm. that stuff. What lies beyond the nun? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we like, just like, showed me flags. When we were in the shed in the back of my house, we were all, like, me and, like, it was, like, me, Des, and Kaylee. And then Simba and then there. Simba was there, and I Another. was like, <laughs> and Simba's my brother. Um, anywho, Funny we were story. all we were all just you know getting a little, getting a little high, having some hoots, <laughs> and Des had like this little nug, and me and Simba were like taking like a bong rip of the thing, mm-hmm. and like I feel like back then I was. I was kind of like a pretty avid like weed smoker. Like now I'm not, but like back then we were back then I heads. used to. <laughs> I used to do it quite a bit. And anywho, we're like taking a hoot, and then she takes like a picture of the nug, and you can see me and Simba in the back. Like <laughs> he's like helping me like spark up, <laughs> and I'm like going for it. And then she's like, "Oh my god, what lies beyond the nug? Yeah. Like, Is that Brendan and Shoshona Black?" <laughs> It's like I don't know, but we had like the trust there. Like I knew she wasn't gonna be like like posted. I still have it. <laughs> <laughs> it just shows though too at a young age. I think we knew to like hide it yeah. and to like to joke about it because we knew we like we weren't supposed to do it. <laughs> yeah. But like yeah. I don't know. It was like shitty too though because it's like yes we were like having fun and whatnot, but like I was always like so I don't know. I was ashamed to go to, like, ceremonies and stuff because I thought, like, the spirits, like, helped me and, like, they'd tell everybody. everybody. And But, like, I was more scared that of people finding out, like, specifically my parents because, I don't know, I feel like everybody is kind of scared of my parents. I was kind of, like, scared of, like, everybody else's, like, opinion on me, like, especially coming from the family that we came from. Yeah, yeah. What come from. I was like, no, I don't want people to, like, perceive me as a fucking pot smoker. Oh my god, that's so bad. I can't be a drunk. You know what I mean? I know. I know what you mean. Yeah. And it was so funny because we were so young and we already had that mindset. Like, we were like... To be ashamed of, like, experimenting. experimenting. That's so silly. We were, like, 13 and we, were, we already need to hide it. And not tell anybody, but we did it. <laughs> Next point. It's I think like, I got shunned in that regard because, like, I don't know, I was pretty sheltered. And then, like, I've never really got that chance to go out and, like, drink and do drugs or anything. And I think I got lucky in the regard that I never really can't get to with my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, there are so many chances in high school where people were, like, offering me pills and shit. But I couldn't take them because I would literally like, choke on them. <laughs> and I'm like... Can't swallow pills. <laughs> it sucks. Um, well... <laughs> no, I like I remember though, like plus like it was kind of like say harder for you to come into with us because we all lived in the same town. I know. The one time I did I accidentally got myself in trouble. When? When? The one time I came when you guys were trying to go. Oh when we were trying oh. to go to Kale. So I didn't want to go. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> back in the day. But what's Kidding. stupid now is that like Ernst, my daddy's always like <laughs> He's always like, you, you, this is your time to be going out and making mistakes. But like, I feel like I should have did that in my teens. Because like, at least mean. I would have had my cousins to fucking 
be safe with not going on my mind. But... We can still do it. I'm down. Every time. <laughs> 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 no, we we <laughs> because of all of that, though, I'm fucking terrified of trying to do that now. Because it's like, I'm a grown, like, I'm going to be a grown ass man. Like, I am a grown ass man. We're young like adults. Pretty fucking <laughs> stupid to be like, to do, for me to go and do that now. Because it's like, I'm already old. But then oh again, God. I think about it, like, there's people... I'll show you. Not to get off topic here, but, but, like, you go to the club, and it's, like, there's people that are up to 30 there. Nobody gives a shit what you're doing. Everybody's, everybody's older. Drunk. Everybody's older, and nobody's, like, you well, know what I like mean? elders, not elders, but, like, they, they're at bars and at clubs, too. Mm-hmm. There's old people. Like, you're not old, Koda. You're in your 20s. Like, early 20s, you're not old at That's all. That's when people... 20 is like your prime, I think. I think it when you're young, you don't know time. what you're doing, and it's scary, but when you're older, like, you know. Plus, now that we're, like, over age, like, safe. <laughs> like, you know how to do it. Yeah, you know, and you know your limits. I know how. It's, like, it's the, sh- the shitty thing, too, though, because I hear about some kids that, like, they get told what's a safe amount of whatever, like, whether it be weed or, like, alcohol or whatever. We are never told that, so I yeah. feel like. No, we weren't. Like, you don't know when to stop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like you're, like, I don't know. Sometimes it's just so easy to fucking black out when you don't know what the fuck. Or green out. Yeah. <laughs> Especially trip. if you're, like, super young, whatever. Yeah. But it's just. Yeah, we weren't taught at a young age. It would have been a lot was. safer if to know been. what the an amount that was, like, safe would be. Like, one know? gram, what is it? But <laughs> <laughs> we bought more. <laughs> Anywho, okay. So the next point is appearance and attitude. How did this one end? Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's like the same thing as like what we were talking about before about hiding everything, like appearance wise. Like, um, yeah, myself. As... Yeah. Like, uh, myself personally, Kaylee talking. <laughs> I had to, like, because I frequently dye my hair kind of to express how I'm feeling or. If I'm going through it, I'll dye my hair, cut my hair, cut my bangs. And I usually dye kind of like an obnoxious color. Ooh, like I've done color. Yeah, red, orange, <laughs> pink. There's a lot of bleach involved. Yeah. Blonde even. Bleach. Half half orange. <laughs> and uh anytime say sundance or ceremonies came around, I was kind of like I had to like dye my hair back to its normal color. I like back to dark brown, back to black, to keep up kind of with like the appearance that I'm fine and holy. <laughs> that sounds like one of those sad TikToks. Are <laughs> <laughs> you not really fine? <laughs> no, but like that, I'm like um, like I'm good and spiritual and all that. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I always wore like long shirts to like, cause I was like ashamed of my tattoos. So I started getting tattoos very young. So I was like, oh my god, I gotta cover up and look like innocent. And how's your guys' experience with appearance? I think the only re- the only thing I can relate to more than that is I have to hide, like, like the, even front, even in the Sundance, I like I feel like I don't, I don't feel like I have to hide anything, but in personally, I feel like I have to hide the fact that I'm miserable a lot of the time, and I even have to do that with my own family. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to hide it from them because like I'm the older brother. I'm supposed to be the guy that's really most stable. Yeah. yeah, like, I'm probably the least even around. And, like, 
it kind of throws me off because I don't know, in the Sundance, in the Sundance specifically, like I'm always thinking in my mind, I'm supposed to be kind of friendly. Like I can't, I don't have time for you. And like, that was my first three years. And then I didn't know I could pay for myself until like, like last year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll do that. But then stuff happened. No, um, appearance. Hello. <laughs> Destiny speaking of appearance. Um, well, I had red hair. <laughs> <laughs> and David. <laughs> and uh, when I was dancing, I dyed my hair. In the watching. <laughs> no, I had bright red hair, and I was told to, uh, as soon as he seen it, I was all proud. He looked at me. <laughs> You change your hair before Sundance. I was like, bro. <laughs> but I feel like, what do I, feel? I did it because you don't fucking say no or question, David, but <laughs> it's gonna, I don't know. I feel like, oh, wait, never mind. It didn't really take much for me personally, but I feel like it kind of, like dulls your creativity and self-expression when you gotta like dress a certain way or like the way you look i don't know it didn't dull me that much but it kind of did yeah especially being young and you're using like impressionable is that the word yeah Mm -hmm. so like his word is kind of like gospel it's like law yeah so even like me being 20 like and he tells me to like dye my hair (laughs) and i just recently dyed my hair orange but I like dyed it back to its normal color because you know I was told to, <laughs> and that's so weird how like it's still like it still happens. Mm-hmm. But I think like this is definitely the year like I'm gonna stop like listening. Like okay, I'm 20 years old. I'm like I'm not ashamed of how I look anymore. Like yeah, I look cool. Even <laughs> I was for like the it wasn't out of like hate or to be mean. It was to like protect you in a way. Yeah, like what we just talked about before we started. That it was to, like, the hair thing, when you see someone with, like, cut hair or, like, dyed hair, you think they're going through something, and you, like, so I think he was, like, protecting us from that kind of judgment, you know, yeah. what everyone else would say, so it wasn't out of hate, it was, like, out of love, and he yeah. loves me, <laughs> I know he loves me, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I just know it's, <laughs> I'm just kidding, <laughs> that was a joke, I myself was never allowed to do anything. This is Shelby speaking. Yeah. <laughs> well, because, like, my parents were, like, they were quite strict growing up. Like, but yeah, they, like, I feel like they're, like, their way of, like, showing us they loved us was to, like, I don't know, buy us things. Which, like, I don't want to say that it was a bad thing. It's just, like, I know. I feel like I'm not very affectionate with them now because of that. Mm-hmm. So it's like whenever my dad tries to hold my hand, I'm like, girl, <laughs> don't touch me. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Do I, you think that's out of spite or? I don't know. Sometimes I do think it's out of spite. Because <laughs> I hit him. I was because you know how I like clash mm-hmm. with my dad a lot. Like mm-hmm. our views are very different. I know he likes to just like say stuff just to piss me off. So I can because he likes to argue with me. And, like, fuck, sometimes he'll say some, like, fucked up shit, and I'll just go off on him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, growing up, it was, like, I wasn't allowed to change my appearance. N- not that I was a, a fucking looker or anything. <laughs> like, I was 
nasty. <laughs> but I don't know. For some reason, I wasn't allowed to like touch her hair. Yeah, like I, I had to let it grow out. It had to be long. It had to be all somehow. Um, mm-hmm. just like your typical like, I don't know. Native? Yeah, I guess so. Like that's educated native. Educated native. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> much, like I feel like they like hyped me up so much when I was a kid. Like, cause I was like okay at school. Like it was like easy for me, I guess. So it was like that's all I ever did was school. Like I didn't have any hobbies. So it's like whatever. But I never had to like like I never questioned them. I never even tried to like change my hair really except when I was 16 mm-hmm. and I had to really try and convince my dad to let me cut it because I didn't want him to like yell at me because like at that point I was still scared of like yelling and arguing or whatnot but I just did it and then yeah that was pretty much the only thing mm-hmm. but like I think even now though it's like weird because you like you go to sometimes it's a hot whatever and like you want to wear like something that's like gonna keep you like not like you're not gonna overheat in like I think I was talking about this the other day about like how like my sisters all of them will be wearing like tank tops they'll be hot out whatnot they'll be wearing dresses what have you and I'll be wearing like a tank top or like something like that and like my skirt whatever and I get in so much shit for it Mm -hmm. like it's I have to put something over it yeah it's like go go cover up like it's not like it's literally hot out. It's, it's like plus thirty. Let it get fucking heat stroke. Literally, like it's no, like. No, I'm in right now. I was like, why? Uh-uh. <laughs> like, I think that it has to do with like appearances. It's like, mm. yeah. Like, oh, cover up because people will look at you and it's like. Be modest. I know. It's like I don't give a shit. It's like. I don't know. It's like I don't know how to explain it. I think like, it has to like do with the whole thing about like say like dress, not dress code, but you know what I mean. Yeah. 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 We have to dress a certain way in front of men <laughs> yeah exactly it's like i know that sucks that they're picked. Like, i know it's like sorry you can go on oh no, no. men are big <laughs> it's like you have to dress accordingly to like a man how a man is gonna react or whatever it's like you have to dress like you have to cover up and whatnot and it's you like, can't wear anything like cut low yeah and it's disgusting i hate when my dad like makes a nasty announcement like at the last finance meeting in the shop, so I'll walk in and he'll be like, that's my baby, nobody look at her. And it just makes people do the opposite. Yeah, like everybody look. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, and it's like, <laughs> it makes me so, like, uncomfortable. Because it's like, like, old, old mm. men. Yeah, it's like 30-year-old, 40-year-old. Like, why do we have to dress, like, how a man tells us? Yeah. It's our bodies, it's... Exactly, and that's like why. I feel like as long as we're wearing a skirt and like the nips aren't showing, then we're fine. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I mean like full on nipple out. Uh, I feel like it's not like in the long run, not in the moment for me. I feel like looking into it, like as your own person and yourself. I feel like when you carry that, it's like like you like you you don't choose to, but you live by it. Like I gotta dress like this in front of a man or a man. And when someone's constantly telling you, like, cover up, cover up, I feel like you kind of do carry it and start living by it when you get told that. Because, like, me, well, I get told that all the time by my mom, but I feel like you got to choose for yourself in the long run. Like, am I going to listen and, like, 
hide myself because people are weird or like I care what people think. I feel like it's like a you gotta like be comfortable with yourself to like stand up for yourself and listen even though it's like dressing like Shagan, you know? Cause like I don't really wear bras like ever. And even when I'm in public, I'm not like, oh my god, that man is looking at me. I'm not like covering like my shirt. I feel like you choose if you wanna. You can't let it like because I used to be the same way when I first started. Like, I used to fucking hide myself, too. But, I mean, you can't let it, like, get on you. Oh. That's true, though. But I feel like there's also, like, a time and place for things. Like, I wouldn't wear, like, a low-cut shirt with, like, boobs out at Sunday. No. <laughs> but, I, I mean, I also feel like you shouldn't be told to, like, cover up for men if you're, like, dressing for the heat. But yeah. then also to the other side is, like, it's your parents, like, protecting you. Because, like, if they're a man, they know what men think, what men, what men think and what men do, like, in their minds when they see something like that. So but I specifically at Sundance, I feel like their only focus should be the tree. Mm-hmm. Especially the dancers. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you looking at young women? You're here to pray and ask for life. Exactly. And we'll pause there because we reached 30 minutes. Holy shit, already? <laughs> <laughs>